This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Today, I'm going to share with you some of my thoughts on mutual funds, on ETFs, on trading specifically into certain stocks, or I guess trading directly into specific stocks. And you got to remember, this is like trading investment funds or trading mutual funds, ETFs. That's not what I specialize in. I am an investor. I do have some experience with it, but I am not the 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 one professional that knows that has all the answers with this specifically. This is this will be kind of the answer that I would give one of my clients or one of my friends, one of my family members. This, this is really just my thoughts on it, my opinions on, on mutual funds and some of those kind of pros and cons of mutual funds compared to direct investments in stocks. So first off, you got to understand what it is and like what a mutual fund is. Really the, the most basic way to explain it is that it is a, a group of stocks that a company has put together or a fund manager, someone has put together and they've they've handpicked them, or they've they've got some sort of algorithm or software that has picked these specific equities or stocks or shares and companies, and they are they are buying and selling things inside of that fund, and you are it's almost like you are a shareholder of the fund itself. So you own a piece of the bigger pie, and the pie is the the whole the whole mix of all the different stocks that it owns. You own just one fractional piece of that. So as they're buying and selling, you're just there for the ride. Uh, some of the pros might be, and, and some of the pros, some people might tout them to be for mutual funds. And I'll, I'll include ETFs in here. Those are exchange-traded funds, which are structured a little differently, but kind of the taxation and treatment of it is pretty much the same. Um, but one of the pros is that you don't have the risk of being, say, all in on one stock. So there is some, like I say, if there is some volatility, say, in one stock, if, say, the, the stock market as a whole goes up and down by 5% within a six-month period, a single stock, depending on which stock it is, of course, and that's kind of why you're you're somewhat diversified, I guess, but um, there could be a stock that goes up 40%, or you could be invested in a stock that goes down 40%. So by spreading your funds across multiple or your your money what, that you've got available to invest across multiple assets, across multiple stocks and companies and shares, there is some diversification there. And then if, if that diversification, if it, it and I've, I've kind of got a different opinion on this, I don't think it gives as much protection or say as much a risk aversion that people might want out of it. But compared to, say, one stock going out of business and you losing all your money, yes, you are protecting yourself from that. But as far as overall risk protection, you're, you're not going to be without risk in, in just about any type of investment, but it is a different type of risk. More of a risk where you're not in control of the specific funds and assets that you're investing in, but you do not have that risk of the one company you choose to invest in that goes out of business. Like in you know, you've heard about a lot of these kind of 
popular fad stocks a few years ago it was tesla people were jumping on the bandwagon and that stock was pretty volatile and it's gone up and down pretty big swings some people have made a lot of money with it some people have lost a lot of money so i would say the the main pro of of a mutual fund or an etf is that you are avoiding that risk of the one company you choose that you think is going to do well you avoid the risk of that one company going out of business and you losing your money there so that's a pro uh, the downside, I'd say, with mutual funds that I first think of is, well, there's a couple things that I'll cover. The first one is tax-related um, because you you don't have control of when within that fund, when they're buying and selling stocks or when you can't really plan as easily for dividends. Um, you're kind of just allocated your portion of, of whatever they've done over the year. But if you've got individual funds or if you're more actively in your own, putting your own funds together or investing specifically in stocks, I feel like you do have more control of, like, say, for tax loss harvesting. Um, and you and your financial advisor, and we work with a lot of financial advisors, and we love working with them, it's a great question to ask them. Just what they think of it. I, I, this is also one of the cons, downsides of them. I'd make sure you ask them about the fees in mutual funds compared to say fees in a direct a direct ownership in a stock or a collection of stocks that you choose or fees in ETFs because there there can be fund management fees and there can be fees stacked upon fees and if you ever run out those projections of like okay what can a, a 2% fee on my returns or on my total value do or my total investment value do to my overall returns it can be pretty substantial just make sure you understand that there are fees and you are paying someone to to manage the funds just like you're paying your financial advisor and just make sure all the fees are up front and like a good financial advisor could be worth their weight in gold um, just make sure they're open open to sharing all the different types of fees with you and I, I think it can be a really good deal overall if you are involved and if you understand what you're what you're getting into where the where the fees are going how your returns are calculated just make sure you're understanding that so pros again would say um, you're diversifying against some of the risk you are avoiding some types of risk cons are um, you're not you're leaving the decision to someone else for your your investment decisions and i'm i'm a little ocd with this i obsess over having control over the investments I like to be able to get into specific things out of different things specific things when I want to and I love to be in contr complete control of the taxation of that and that's why I, I like investing in specific funds or specific not specific funds specific stocks companies that I believe in and trust well don't really trust in but believe in kind of their their type of company the future of that company if I expect that they're going to be around in 10 or 20 years I'm usually thinking that's a pretty good investment and I would Still, I would never dump all my money into the stock market, just like I'd never dump all my money into real estate. I would just find that ratio that you're comfortable with, understand mutual funds, direct investments, ETFs, just understand the fees, the tax impact from it. But yeah, just make my, my advice would be just find something that you can be in control of or find something that you understand and then make sure you have some level of control of it. But because if you don't understand it and if you're leaving the decision to someone else 
and you have no idea what's going on, that's that's a pretty bad position to be in. So make sure you educate yourself and you understand what all those different options mean for you. But yeah, please feel free to reach out if you have any questions or any other uh, topic requests. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com.